now we're starting over. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Nerds Day Out. This is one of your hosts, Jaquat, and my co-host, And today we're changing it up a bit because, well, Endgame just released last week. So I figured we'd do a review. Is that the right right word that I'm looking for? Review? Yeah, people do movie reviews. Also. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. My vocabulary's been messed up lately. I've been... Uh, um, maybe there's another word that you may lose, I guess. But movie works fine. Um, but before we get into that, I do have a story to share about my experience trying to watch Endgame. So, as you know... I went to see Endgame on Sunday. That's true. Remember how I told you I had tickets for 12 o'clock? Yeah. And remember how I told you it was like the handicap seats? Uh-huh. Like fourth row, center of the theater. Uh-huh. Great seats as long as nobody wants you to move. Mm-hmm. Well, there's actual seats. Huh? Whether there's actual seats. Well, no, the the seats are there. They're meant for like if you're accompanying like someone in a wheelchair or something. Mm-hmm. But long story short, uh, they're great seats. Uh, the problem arose. So we get to the movie theater. We wait in this ridiculously long line to get our popcorn and drinks. And about 12.05, we walk into the movie theater. Well, we walk, in, we walk through, uh, hand the guy our tickets. We walk into our actual theater, and we find our seats. Only to be surprised that someone is in our seats. But you might say, wait, you bought your ticket on Friday. Yes, I did. I don't know. I bought my ticket like weeks in advance. Yeah, I was being lazy. I bought it on Friday. Weeks in advance. I bought it on Friday. Um, and so me and the guy start comparing tickets. And it's for the same seat, sure enough. So we go back out to the uh, guy running, ch- uh, checking tickets. <sighs> and this is where the problem starts. I bought tickets for Friday. So when I bought tickets that last Friday to see it on Sunday, apparently I selected to see it Friday. Somehow, some way, when I went to actually purchase the ticket, it switched it to Friday. Now, some of you might say, well, Jaquez, it's so rare that you make actual mistakes. Lies. Hey, now. They don't know that. According to uh, Amy, I don't make mistakes. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I know I make mistakes. I know that I'm human just like everybody else. 
But that was the one thing I knew I clicked on. That was the one thing I knew I was certain about because I was like, I don't want to go on Saturday because I feel like people are going to be there. Plus, we had things to do on Saturday. And I knew I wanted to go on Sunday because that's when it would probably be least crowded. That was, which, by the way, it was still crowded. It, in fact, it was more crowded when we went at 12 than it was later in the day. But thankfully, um, they did swap our tickets for us. So we did get to see in-game Sunday. Unfortunately, it was at 9.30 at night. And I woke up at 6 o'clock the next morning. And we didn't get home till almost 1 o'clock. And that was a three-hour showing, bro. That was rough. Like, my Monday was rough. On another note, how do I downgrade my Facebook? What do you mean, downgrade? Have you seen a new Facebook update? You can't roll back the update. I don't think you can. If you find a uh, download file for, like, an older version of it, you can. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to wait for them to realize that this version sucks and change it again. Which will be in like two weeks. I was about to say they change it like every two weeks. But um, that's crappy. So did you get your money back, or you had to buy a whole new ticket? I was just waste some money. No, they actually swapped it out for your charge. Really? Yep. That's dope. And uh, by the way, it should have cost more seeing it later in the day. Yeah. But yeah, it's just what they had available. Yeah, um, because the that was the only showing that had two seats next to each other. Everything else was spread out or whatever. And I was willing to wait until during the week to go see it, but he found one at 9.30 and I was like, Amy, I, I looked at Amy, I was like, do you want to do it? She was like, it's up to you. It's gonna We're going to get out late and then you got to go to work the next day. I was like, well, I will suffer through it. It's not the first time I've been without sleep. So I got to be the white one. Yeah. It was rough. That was a rough Monday. Um, but all in all, I, I enjoyed the movie. I'm glad we were able to see it. Uh, I mean... We had somebody sit in our seat. That's about it. That's about all the action. And you picked them up and threw them out? No. So this is our seat. They're like, you this one? It's like, yeah. Then she pulls out her ticket. She goes, oh, nine. This is seat seven. I'm like, yeah, how did you get seven and nine mixed up? Whatever. I don't care. Just get your ass about my seat. You know, some people just can't count. I was a little salty because, like, the seats we had were on the edge, whereas our seats before were in the center. But they were recliners, so it didn't really matter that much. So, all in all, really quickly, before we get into the nitty-gritty, what did you think, number-wise, on a scale of 1 to 10, what I do in game on scale of one to ten. Yep. Um, I think it was a solid nine for me. Okay. For me, I give it a solid nine. Okay. 
All right, so we're about on the same page. At first, I said eight, and I had reasons of saying eight, but you know, I I'm gonna say nine. Um, and the only reason why I say a possible eight is because of what they did in the like beginning of the movie. What? 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 Like, how so, far the so we haven't seen Hawkeye since like No, Civil War. Or was he missing Civil War? He might have been a Civil War. No, he was a Civil War. They did a whole Ant Man arrow thing. Okay, so we haven't seen him since Civil War. So he's been pretty much missing since then. Oh well, that's only what Thor, um, Ragnarok. Infinity War and Black Panther. That was only three movies and yeah, Spider Man, if you count it. Yeah, well, you gotta count Spider Man. Spider Man is right after Civil War. Well, so, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. And so the thing was, though, even with that, like, when Infinity War came around, everybody was like, all right, well, where the hell is Clint? Like, so he was missing. That's a big thing. He, first of all, he only shows up for Avengers. Let's that's, that's, go ahead and first put that out there. Right? Civil War is the only movie that he's been in aside from the Avengers movies. Uh, Captain America. Which one? The Winter Soldier? Yeah, I think so. And he was in Thor. The first one. Was he in the first Thor? I don't know. Yep. It's a long since seen the first Thor. I went back and started watching them. He was on the first Thor because he was watching Thor try and lift the hammer when he first got there. Okay, but then was he in it, in it, though? No, you didn't like see any cameo, action from him. He wasn't, like, in it, in it. Right. You, it was a cameo, and if you knew any knowledge of the Mar Marvel Universe, you would know who he was. But, all in all, um, I guess we should put this disclaimer up there right now. Because we're about to get into actual details of the movie. So, spoiler alert starts now. Spoiler alert. This whole podcast is a spoiler alert. If you read the title, say, Endgame Review, and you decide to click this and you haven't seen Endgame, who are you? You deserve to be spoiled. Kinda. And Arya kills Night King. Boom! Extra spoiler. <laughs> Dude, I literally just started watching that this morning. Oh, my bad. I mean, I don't care. I've already seen tons of spoilers. I'm about to say, that's been spoiled like crazy. The memes have gone off the hook for that. <laughs> but, but, um... Yeah. But yeah, if you've clicked on this and you've made it this far without turning back, you deserve what's coming next. Or you might like to live dangerously. Who knows? 
reasons why I would give it an 8 and not a 9, and I can get over this, is because of Tony's kind of pissed off attitude when he got back. Which is understandable. And I hate that they did the five-year gap. And I understand why. It was... Somebody said, somebody mentioned to me something about Ant-Man uh, needing that five-year gap to get out. And I was like, no. It was for his daughter to grow up more. Um, so that she can actually be vocal in the movie. She didn't have that, a daughter yet. The five-year gap. No, what I'm saying is he didn't have a daughter yet. Though. No. Um, I'm talking post-five-year gap. But um, you're talking about <coughs> Like, he didn't have a daughter before he got back. Him and Fox were just talking about marriage. Are you sure she wasn't pregnant? I'm pretty sure they were just talking about marriage. I think she was pregnant. Unless she told him she was pregnant in Infinity War, but I don't recall her telling him that she was pregnant. I don't think she... I don't think there was ever a confirmation that she was pregnant. I'm just assuming. There was the whole marriage thing, which they dropped that shit in Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, what I'm talking about is he got back and then they went and killed Thanos. And it and I I get it. It was it was to immediately strike back. What pissed me off was I wouldn't say pissed off, but what bothered me is that they went. Um, to Thanos after he destroyed the Infinity Stones. So I knew at that point it was going to be some really big ordeal of having to go back and collect them somehow. And with that being said, the only option was time travel. And as you all know, I'm a Flash fan, so I'm fairly familiar with time travel. Or at least the theory. <laughs> at least the theory of time travel. And I get it, it's different different type of time travel, but they were still displacing themselves in time. Um, also, they had full recollection re of their memories and everything that went on. So, um, with that being said, I was a little disappointed that it did jump to time travel. Only because time travel gets sticky, but they did do it in a way that made sense. They answered the classic questions of, well, why don't we do it this way? Why don't we do it that way? Et cetera, et cetera. And my other complaint was the five-year gap. But like I said, I understand why they did it because they got back. And in order to make Tony's death more impactful, they had the daughter... And they had her become being vocal within the movie. So you, you know, automatically they think, oh, she's a child. You're going to care for her. Well, yeah, that's typical human behavior. Um, so you think, okay, well, now she lost her father. So now it's really more impactful and weighs on you even more when Tony dies. I don't think that's really right. I mean, I see what you're saying, but I don't think that's why it's five years ago. 
I mean, other than that, I don't see any reason for them to have done a five-year gap. They could have did a one-year gap or a two-year gap. They did a gap because they couldn't find a way. So the idea is, all right, mm-hmm. Thanos did what he did to help save the universe, right? Mm-hmm. So you get rid of half the universe, the other half of the universe is supposed to be appreciative of what they have and move forward with life and create things or whatever, right? So, in order to really show that people could not really truly move on, you needed a larger time span. So, you can't just say, oh, okay, this happened six months ago, and people couldn't move on. Nah, no shit. No, I was more or less talking about like a one or two year time gap. I mean, but, but I get what you're saying. Listen to me now. Let me I'm hearing you out. Really quickly, though. No, no, no. Let me finish. <laughs> All right, I'll hear you out. So, um, you're doing that to show that <clears throat> it's hard to move on and people couldn't move on from their failures or what. Or, or the fact that, you know, how the loss happened and how it was so out of the blue and struck. So, you even see the point where you see uh, Captain America is doing, like, counseling with, like, random people from New York to help try to help them move on with their lives and cope with the things that they lost. And, you know, these are random people, so you just imagine you sitting here doing this podcast with me, and then, you know, me and Amy disappear, and you're just still sitting here with the podcast. And then you're going to find out that not only did me and Amy disappear, but, like, 70% of your family disappeared. Because it was like a half, but as you see with Clint's situation in the beginning, it wasn't an equal half. So Clint survived the snap, but... His wife and both of his kids did. Three. Three kids. Well, yes. His wife and all three of his kids did. So out of five people, four of them got snapped away. Now, you think 50%, you think like kind of how they did it in Infinity War when they snapped, and you've seen like half of hero duos disappearing. Yeah. But then this sets to show you that that's not exactly how that happens. You know what I'm Some people lost more than others. And I think it was good for them to be able to balance out and show that. Also, you have to take in a, uh, take into uh, retrospect that it had to go far enough out for them to lose hope. So it's not unth- it's not unlikely to think that the first two years, two three years, they sit there trying to find a way to undo what Thanos did. Yeah, but within thirty days, they knew the Infinity Stones were gone. That was when they found Thanos. So right. she said, she said that where he was gonna uh, was her. Uh, it was twenty three days after he had it, used it them. It was twenty three days, days after, right? It was twenty three days after that they found out the Infinity Stones were gone. But do you really think that finding out the Infinity Stones were gone was gonna, was gonna prevent the Avengers from trying to find a way to bring everybody back? Still, you think they literally just gave up the moment that they cut off Thanos' head and? Found out the Infinity Stones were gone? No. Um, and that begs another question for me, and me being not so knowledgeable on Marvel Marvel Universe, can you really destroy the Infinity Stones? I mean, it makes sense if you use them to destroy themselves. Because they're, like, supposed to be this force of themselves. They're supposed to be the forces that created the universe. Right, so, so could you like, really destroy like, them? They're like embodiments of that. 
So it makes sense that the only thing that could destroy that would be itself. Right, but don't you risk destroying the universe at the same time? I mean, possibly. But do you think Thanos is not willing to risk that? Clearly. He didn't care. And it almost killed him and destroyed him. So, you know what I mean? So that just tells you how much powerful, how much more powerful that particular situation was. So, the first situation was to be felt without, throughout the universe. And it hurt him, but it ain't doing that bad. The second time, using them to destroy themselves, damn, they're killed. And he looked like half a piece of burnt toast. Yeah, but so did everybody else after they snapped their fingers. Yeah, but none of them were as strong as he is. Uh, you could argue Hulk, but MCU Hulk is nerfed as shit. So I mean, well, go there. Fair, fair, fair. Um, why not Thor? Why not Thor? Yeah. I don't know if they didn't give him the Thor. They even tried it. I know, but wouldn't Thor technically be powerful enough? No? You don't think so? Uh, maybe? Ooh. I don't know. Here's my thing. And, you're pro- and this makes no sense whatsoever because this isn't possible, quote-unquote. Loki creates a clone and has the clone snap his fingers. I mean, if Loki wants to help you. But Loki's dead. Right. That's why I said it doesn't really matter. No, I mean, I I, mean, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know if maybe because it's an illusion, maybe the stones would destroy an illusion before it could. So, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's one of those realm of possibilities that I don't know if it's possible or if it's, or if they're just way too strong. But being a god, technically, um, I don't know if he's strong enough to create an illusion that is strong enough to hold the Infinity Stones like that. It's... I mean, it gets really tricky because, okay, well, look at it like this. Uh, Quill is half-celestial, and he could only do it by holding hands with other people. Like He had to brace out the power amongst other people, and that was just one stone. That was right. just a power stone. Yeah, but Quill's kind of a little bitch. Man, it doesn't matter. He's half-celestial. Yeah, but he's still nerfed. He's half celestial. Still nerfed to crap in that in the MCU. No, I'm just saying that's that's just to put it on the aspect of how the power power levels go. Since we're talking about people that are nerfed, Wanda is nerfed. Wanda is nerfed, but you're gonna skip it. You're right. Let's rewind. Um, right, I mean, so those were my two biggest complaints. Other than that, I freaking love the movie. And the, what? Go ahead. Well, um, I mean, just like I said, it took time. They had to do whatever they had to do. And on top of that, I mean, you know, nobody even thought about time travel until uh, Scott got out of Quantum Realm. So... Technically, that joint could have been as long as whatever until Scott got out of the quantum room. That joint could have been like 15 years later if he just never got out of the quantum room. Yeah, and somebody told me um, the proper term for the rat that they use, but basically it was literally there to move the plot along because I made the comment that the rat being there made no sense unless there was food around. 
But then again, red's too wired, so who knows? Nah, that's really what it was. It was just a plot tool. But, I mean, um, he gets out of the quantum realm and immediately thinks uh, time travel. And that's assuming that it's possible for him to time travel. That's assuming that his idea that quantum realm uh, time is still different from regular time because he's assuming that because he it felt like five hours to him in there that the that he could somehow time jump but that's not even in the realm of possibility from ju just that factoid alone well he's saying that time flows differently so time flows differently that's why he's saying what if we find a way to be able to maneuver it um but in that and still i mean he did while he was in the quantum realm he saw things that were like from the past and all that stuff like that so i mean it gives him an idea of, of it and then also the fact that quantum physics kind of was centered in that whole thing so we'll just say that it being, was being that he's not a scientist we'll say this being that he's not a scientist he had no reason to actually think that that would work scientifically to help them travel through time right of whatever he may have experienced in there he may have made him think that okay maybe it's possible for us to use this and maneuver this to travel through time if we can go through the quantum realm right and i'm i don't know i guess because tony's not really that I don't put quantum physics in the realm of Tony's ballpark, usually. Like, I, I would give that more credence to Pym than Tony. And when I think of Tony, I think of, like, engineering and electronics. Yeah, but I mean, he does physics and all that stuff, too. Right. I mean, I mean the, the pulsar lasers and all that stuff, like... Right. But quantum physics is a... Beasts on its own, we'll just say that. Tony is one of the abstract sciences, so I have no problem believing that, you know, if, if one of two people could figure it out, it was either him or David Benner. It has seven PhDs, but I think, like, I don't think any of his PhDs are good. No, I'm pretty sure they're not. Um, but my point being is that Tony, being a scientific mind, I, th I feel like. If anyone was going to call that bullshit out, it would have been Tony. I was, like, waiting on it. It's like, that makes absolutely no fucking sense. Well, Tony did call it like that first. At first, he was like, that's impossible. There's no way you could do that. Even if it was possible the way that you're thinking, there's no way we could be able to. He, he shut it down. He shut it down immediately. Yeah. And then and he then, went to the drawing he, board. And then he went to tool with it and figured it out in, like, under five hours. Go figure yeah, go figure. Tony Stark figuring out time travel. Good on you, mate. Figuring out time travel just for shits and giggles. Yep. And Tony hops on board. So, I mean, again, moving the plot along. Um, I mean, 
I can't, I don't really look at that as a plot device. The, rat, was, the rat is definitely a plot device, but that, I mean... It wasn't a plot device. It was more or less still developing the story. Yeah. Um, one of the things I did love, since we're getting into that whole time travel, was them asking the questions, okay, what if we go kill baby Thanos? Well, first of all, you asked the question of, one, how fucked up are you if you're going to go kill a baby? Very fucked up. I will kill the shit out of baby Thanos. <laughs> You're the guy that go kills baby Hitler. I am the guy that goes and kills baby Hitler. But then you have to ask the psychological... Only the second time, though. Only go, the second time? Only the second time. First time I go back and put Hitler in art school. But that shit don't work when I go back and I kill baby Hitler. But you have to ask yourself, is it nature and nurture? So, your idea of putting Hitler in art school, that goes along with the whole nature versus nurture thing. Because Hitler didn't get in art school, he got pissed off and went and did other things, you know. I don't know, I don't know much about Hitler, so we're just going to leave that to the historians. And then apparently, he wanted to be an art student. He didn't get into art school, and then he got into politics, and there you have it. Yeah. Um, but what were the other questions they asked? Oh, what if we just go remove the move remove the uh Infinity Stones from the uh from the the timeline and bring them there so that Thanos can't get them? Well, if you remove them from there, then you alter your present. And therefore, you can't go back to get them because you've altered the present. So your future self doesn't exist anymore. What? Karong. What? You are Karong. How am I Karong? Because they debunked that. How? Because he made the statement of, well, Scott goes, well, it's okay to time travel as long as you follow all the time travel rules, right? And he let, starts to run down the time travel rules of Back to the Future. And then Hulk says, who, he's, what? That's not how it works. Who even taught you that? Where did you even learn that from? And then they proceed to name like 14 other time travel movies that all basically say the same thing. You go back to the past, you don't change anything, you don't remember anything, you don't bring anything from the past back to the future. You don't interact with your past self because it can therefore... Change the future, which could alter your existence or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. But Hulk then goes and tells them that's impossible. It can't, it can't work that way. Because the moment that you travel to the past, your present now becomes your past. So it's impossible to change your future, which is your past, through the past. That make any sense? It so, does. So, hold on, hold on. But my point being is that if you go and remove the time stones... Because time continues to flow. Not time stone, but the... If you go back and remove the stones, because time continues to flow, if you never go back and put those time stones back, you create a alternate timeline. And that's what they were saying you can't do. That's what the great one told them. Well, yeah. So they didn't, they didn't know, they didn't think about it. The Hulk didn't think about that. Well, the only thing that he told them was... That's what I got out of that speech. The only thing that the Hulk told them was that you can't change your future. He said... That, that's what he said. The future cannot be changed. The future is what it is and it can't be changed. Right. Because, because if you go back to the past... And once you go back to the past, 
your present, which is now. So when you step onto the machine, your present, which is now, then becomes your past, and you can't change. Right. So if you go back to the past to try and alter something from the past, whether it's major or minor event, you can't alter it because now you're just going to make a different timeline where you went back and you changed that, and now that timeline branches off. Right, that's what ends up happening, but that's what was explained to him by the Great One. So, uh, the Ancient One, excuse me. Because without that, he just thinks he just thinks of it as you can't alter it. So, we right. could have just plucked this from here, and it would have been fine, because somehow or another, the world was going to get to this point anyway. Because basically, like, if I was able to change the past to the point where I don't need to travel back to the past, then we... The past, you know what I'm saying? The past right. would never have been able to be changed because I would have never traveled back to it. Right. That was the whole speech. My bad. I'm getting ahead. Right. So then the AD explains to the ancient one why he needs the time stones. And then she, man, the whole time travel thing has been crazy. But think about it in terms of like, what's funny is like this. So I think it's cool because to me, this is giving them their excuse for their multiverse. Um, yes. Within this. But it's funny because they explain the time travel almost in the same lines of Dragon Ball Z time travel. Yes. So, yeah, think about Dragon Ball Z time travel. Trunks travels back to the past to save Goku because Goku died in his, his but future. But now he created an alternate timeline. In which Goku is still alive and saving the world, but when he goes back to his time it's still the same that it was. Right. He was unable to change his future by altering the past. But what he did was he created another timeline where this is in existence. Right. So, essentially, what the uh, ancient one was saying, each time period that they went to and they took the time stone from, if they never returned the time stone, then that line was just going to go off on like a path of destruction. Right. That line now becomes an alternate timeline into whatever. Um, but that's the thing with, um, that's the thing that, like, you see a lot. It, if you read, like, Flash or watch time travel movies, and you see instances where time travel goes back and alters the past, uh, they end up in the future where it might be drastically different. So... Whereas, like, Flashpoint Paradox, it's a paradox within itself because if Flash never got the Speed Force, there's no way that he could have gone back to save his mother. If that makes sense to anybody. Yeah. And that's what Bruce was saying, is that you can't possibly change, change your future drastically that much because then your future is unable to complete its task that you went back to do. Right. So he saves his mom, but still at some point along the line, after saving his mom, he had the accident and still gained powers. But no. Because it... when he went back to the future, uh, when he in present day, he lost his powers. No, he was still what? Nope. Then how was he running around fighting Eobard Thawne and Manny Loretta? He ha when he went to see Thomas Wayne, 
He went to see Thomas Wayne, and then he got struck with lightning and doused with chemicals. And that's how he got his uh, speed force back. So... Because remember the first time he got burnt to shit? Okay, but, but listen to what you just said. I, I see what you're saying. So it, it was a paradox it, that corrected himself. He still ended up with his powers. So, I see what you're so saying. So he may not have gotten his powers at the point in time where he originally got them, but he still ended up with his powers. Like, it was a paradox. It was something that had to happen. Regardless. I see what you're saying. But there was butterfly effects from him, though. So, like, Thomas Wayne instead of Bruce Wayne. And right. And that's Aquaman, the... Wonder Woman affair. Right. And, I mean, that's the thing. Um that they didn't write really touch on as much was the butterfly effects from going back into the past. And that's assuming that they didn't alter the past too much. But just like uh, when they were in Stark Towers after the first Avengers movie with Loki, Loki escaped. Loki escaped with the Tesseract. Right, and that's another timeline. Right. So, so I think that's the reason why, I, and I'm thinking a lot of people complain about it too. They're like, "Well, they they are they, bro, they they're Barry Allen, man. They, they're fucking up the timeline." But there is not them messing up the timeline. Is more or less a creation of a separate timeline. Right. So yeah, if it was just if it followed regular time travel rules, then you'd be like, "Oh, how come?" Am I still getting fed in? My fingers ain't. You're, it's down below, bro. Oh, okay. Um, so if they uh, if they did change something, they're not gonna see it in their timeline when they go back to the future. They'll see it in the other timeline if they ever manage to get to it. Like, right. Like I said, like Dragon Ball Z, he got stronger. Trunks got stronger in the past. So when he went back to the future. He was stronger, but that's because he was the one that was displaced from the thing. Everything else was still the same. He still had, uh, Cell was still in the same place. He had to go find Cell and kill Cell in his universe. Right. And the androids still did what the androids did. Like, the, none of that changed, even though he changed whatever he changed in the past. Right. And interacted with whoever he interacted with. He changed a lot of stuff in the past. But there, it just changed their timeline moving forward. So they were on a completely separate thing. So right. I think that's what's going to lead into like uh, the Disney Plus stuff. I think they're going to use that multiverse stuff to help gear some of this Disney Plus stuff. So like right now, like you have now you have Wanda back, but Vision is still dead, and they're supposed to have that Wanda and Vision show. And right. So what you're thinking is that somehow this timeline is going to end up either because I I don't know how Marvel plans on explaining this, but according to uh, DC. Um, by altering the timeline, you create, like, another universe, sort of. But because there's only 52 universes in DC, um, that universe ends up merging or taking over um, with the current one. So, like, you'll see, like, memory bleed effects from Barry Allen when he alters the timeline. And, like, even Iris start feeling it in some of the later issues uh, where she had done some time traveling. I don't think they're going to do that because they have uh, they have an unlimited multiverse. Yeah. Well, I don't say unlimited, but I mean Prime Earth is Earth 616, so yeah. But 
Yeah, I think what is gonna, it's going to lead to a, a time run split off. That's what everybody, a lot of people are saying that, oh, they mess up the time run. Nah, um, Loki, Loki escaped, and that's a whole other time run now. So they went back, and they stole the Tesseract from further back in the past, and they replaced it. So whatever happens in their future, possibly now you have a timeline where Loki defeats the Avengers. You know possibly. I mean? um, or you, who knows, Loki might appear somewhere in their timeline. Who knows? I mean, it's Loki. It's possible, right? I mean, I guess. The only thing that I have a problem with that they did as far as the time travel and is Captain America. Uh, interacting with himself? No. So, um... Being America's ass? No. The problem that <laughs> you I know have I had to throw that, that in there, right? Yeah. That is America's ass. The problem, the problem <laughs> that I have is him going to the past and not returning, but somehow supposedly still ending up in the correct timeline. So yeah, I see no, what you're saying. Yeah, so there's no way for him to go to the past and stay without altering things and creating another timeline. Especially because what they show is like he goes back and then he marries Peggy, right? Yep. So that would create a whole other timeline. Because part of the reason why Peggy was so gun ho on this whole uh, shield thing was because of Captain America and living up for his honor and in his name, what they did for the room. So him him being alive and them knowing he's alive like drastically alters all that. It's not to say that they don't continue to do some shield work, but like you can see where that would be a huge change in effect. Right. So. My only question with that is, how do they do that? Are they justifying that? Are they justifying that he just stayed and just, by grace of God, he just so happened to still be in the same timeline? Like, nothing was cat lived that low-key that nothing was drastically changed enough for him to not exist within his timeline? And then at the same time, does that mean now that, means now that there's two of them that existed in that timeline, Right. Yes. Because while he was around, he would still have to have been frozen in ice while he was around. Right. And he was hanging around while other cat was fighting frozen. and doing whatever else. Right. So he decided to go back and be him. So now my other thing is, though, so he went in the ice in what, like 45? You know what I'm saying? I think it was yeah. 45. And so he was in the military. Kind of scrying. I'd say Cap was maybe like. 21 when he went when he got turned into super soldier because they said he was trying to get in the military multiple times and he kept getting turned down so i'd give him somewhere between 18 and 21 in 1945 right so if he's between 18 and 21 in 1945 and then he just goes back and he stays or i guess he picks a good time after he's been frozen to stay which I guess would be, I guess he would have stayed the year that he returned to Tesseract, right? Yes and no. Well, yeah, because he was still technically alive then. Right, well, no, he was frozen. No, yeah, you're right, he was frozen. Right. However, what I theorize happened was he returned two days after he was frozen. To when he was supposed to meet Peggy. I don't think so. Well, it made sense. I mean, it makes sense, but then the reason why I say I don't think so is because that that 
that spins up his pin particles. So that would mean he would have to take an extra trip to be there for that time or whatever, right? And here's what I'm thinking happened. If he he went back, he did what he had to do. He made the Tesseract drop last and stayed there. Remember, he saw Peggy when he did the Tesseract pickup then. Right. So he he stayed. He saw Peggy. He stayed there, and somehow or another, he explains to her that you know he was time displaced, whatever, whatever. Peggy's a member of Shield at this point in time, and they got a fucking alien technology tesseract. I'm sure she's willing to believe time travel or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he probably couldn't explain to her what. All happened. right. So here's what I theorize. Happened. I'm not finished. Stop trying to cut me off. What's your theories? Let all me right, finish. All right. All right. All right. So. He explains to her what the deal is, and I think she's like, all right, cool, you know, whatever, I understand, blah, 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 right? He stays, and then we already know what year Peggy dies. Uh-huh. So I think he stays until Peggy dies, and then when Peggy dies, he returns himself to his timeline. But he's already lived out his life in another timeline, so that would mean he would still be old when he returns. Right. So I think he lives out his life with Peggy till Peggy dies, which is in like 2009 or whatever, right? Right. And then he comes back to the present and he goes to the bench. But I think that would explain why he didn't come back to the, come directly back to the pad and why he was still old. And oh, why, yeah. Why the time and they said he had his, uh, yeah, they said he shot past his mark. He's like, well, he should he should have been here. He shot way past his mark. Which way past his mark could have been like five minutes, according to uh, Bruce. Anyway, so it doesn't right doesn't really say much. Um. All right, and we got a nice little paint uh, for you guys. We're gonna do this with uh, a drawing. All right, so. This is a timeline. Ooh, and I like that crayon. Good job on you. <laughs> Just like a marine. That's our timeline. And we're going to change colors uh, to blue. So, this is where uh, he was. So, he went back, returned uh, different stones to their places, and... Who's to say that he didn't take more than enough PIM particles? Because at this point, they have access to Hank PIM. So that's not to say that, you know, they couldn't make more. So he goes back into his timeline. What I think happened was... But then again, they didn't they do the, like, they sent them to return everything, like, directly after the battle, wasn't it? Right. So, sort of. they didn't have time to make new pen particles, I don't think. I mean, I think they would have had time. We'll say this is the point where he was frozen. And... And we'll just say, um, two days after he was frozen is where he went to meet Peggy. Or whenever he was supposed to meet Peggy for his dance. I theorize that that is where he 
went because he had set a date for her. And it's something that was significant to him that he wanted to keep. Now, I don't know if anybody remembers that from the first movie. The only reason why I remembered it in such good detail is because I just watched it not too long ago. Um, so that's why I think he went back to that given point. Because one, he was already frozen. So now, not only do you have that red timeline where he was frozen, um, we'll use a darker red. Now, you have, from here going forward, another captain existing within the same timeline. Mind you, he's still frozen till somewhere up, we'll just say, here. So, up until here... He can technically exist as himself without actually interfering with himself, if that makes any sense. Yeah, but he's interfering with other things. Right. And, I mean, even Supernatural touched on this. You, like, the episode where the Titanic didn't sink. Now, because he's alive, anything he does or affects within this timeline will cause all sorts of chaos and create more timelines branching off because he's altering events. And we can sit here all day and I can sit here and rant with you guys about time travel. And I'm sure no one really wants to hear me do that for the next uh, 45 minutes. But my point being is that theoretically... Some people theorize that going back into the past and not altering things drastically, you're okay. However, there's some thought processes that think, you know, if you go back in the past and you alter the one, the smallest things, that will have a butterfly effect going forward. Well, multiverse theory says that every choice spawns a different universe. Right. So, I mean... But you theorize that he went back and lived his life and then went back forward. Yeah. But, I mean, then again, also, I, I suppose you could say the reason why his actions don't alter the timeline is because he was not there in the timeline beforehand. So, if you, I guess if you kind of... If you use Bruce Banner's breakdown of how you cannot change your future, right? Right. There was no past, technically, for Captain America during those years because he was frozen. He wasn't living. Well, he wasn't out there. He wasn't intervening in anything. He wasn't interacting with anything. Right. There was nothing that Captain America could have done during that time that him going back and doing something now would change it. Right. So you could technically try and justify it by saying that his life at that point from going back was just his future that was lived in the past. Right. So he skipped all of that time and then his future self went back. His future self went back. There's no past self to alter, but his past self is frozen. Right. So technically the future of his life that he was living was in the past. Right. The only other thing I got is uh, on that topic is that he never came back to the pad, which is why I don't believe he ever actually came back to the future. 
because even if he had lived out his the rest of his life in his altered timeline, he'd have to go back in time to the point where he came in and then go back forward to his correct timeline. Which, who's to say that's even possible? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This could be like, the, it could be like the one book. I don't know. I, it's one of the plot holes that comes with time travel, which is why I was a little, little worried about them going the time travel route. But again, anything you do with time travel is a touchy subject. Because you have so many theories, so many different thought process on time travel, and there's no way to prove it. It's science fiction, it's fiction, and in the realm of impossible right now. Yeah. So to recap, we also have uh, Gamora also returned into the future. Not not snapped away with the snap because I assume because Tony had no reason to think that she was dark side. He hadn't seen her be dark side. Well, she started helping them too, so her and Nebula were helping them in that fight. Yeah, so the old Nebula. Huh? Yeah. The old Nebula. Yeah. No, I mean like the original Nebula. Right, not new timeline Nebula. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that new timeline Nebula. She's a bitch. So she's still around, and she's with uh, the Guardians. So I guess that's how they're doing that for their return for for her. Did you see Batista return as Dax? Drax? Yeah, but he's not going to be in Guardians 3, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. He kind of quit, and then they brought James Gunn back, which is the reason why he quit, so I don't know. If you quit, did Disney say you don't want to do It was one of those things that's, that he... I thought the original statement was, if you guys don't bring James Gunn back, I'm that, leaving. That was. He tried to posture, but he didn't have the star power to posture that. And he was like, if you guys don't bring James Gunn back, I quit. And Disney was like, okay. But, I mean, he returned to WWE, and as you saw, it didn't work out for him. So, that's the only reason why I think he's going back to the movies. But, who knows? He could go do some other acting jobs. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be in Guardians 3. I don't know. The I'm only thing... they're going to do Keith Thor in it. Because, like, I think it's going to be as Guardians of the Galaxy. As Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm still waiting on Thor to lose this uh, beer belly. Nah, bro. Beer belly Thor is the job, bro. <laughs> For all of the guys with beer bellies now, you have the body of a god. Always had the body of a god. Buddha's not a god, man. Just worship like one. Worship like one, but not one. I don't know, man. The man was able to sustain his body for years off of one single grain of rice. That sounds godlike to me. A day. You're right. It's very uh, in the realm of impossible, and I think it's very uh, what's the word? Hyperbolized. Feel like he ate more than a grain of rice. Hey, hey, look. Dude, say, if he had a books, grain of rice a day, say, okay, Dang, man. 
Anywho, I'll throw this book at you. Any hoosies. Let's talk some other cool things from uh, the Avengers. So, uh, Gamora's here to stay. Um, it's tons of sad moments. I think it was a really great movie all around. Though. Like, it really got at you emotionally. And yeah. Honestly, like, if they didn't make another Marvel movie and they just closed out the Marvel Universe with this, I would be fine with it. I'd be happy. I'm, I'd still be a little sad, but I'd be happy. I mean, um, as a fan, you want to see more stuff, but, like, I can understand, like, if that would be closure, like... No, 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 no. I, it, I would be sad, not that they ended it here, but sad that they didn't bring Tony back to help raise Morgan. I don't think they're going to bring him back either, but because his contract is supposed to be up along with uh, Pepper Potts. So I don't think they're going to bring him back. Uh, I would wish that they did. And maybe it's just me being sentimental. Uh, but I do want to touch on a couple things before we wrap up. I know this got lengthy real quick with the time travel talk. Um, I did like the uh, interaction with him and his father, Howard. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, it also, in a way, could pop, oh, well, I don't know. What? That could possibly be a timeline alteration, but it also could just be like something that happened along the line. Like, we don't know. The, the thing with time travel is, because once you go to any time travel, you don't really know how much interaction was really meant to be there because you were time traveling. You know right. Like, Especially when you interact with someone else, and because his father was always so distant to him, he doesn't know if that conversation was meant to take place. Right. I did like the uh, Jarvis cameo. Right. I, that's pretty funny. Jarvis is in Driver. I am a little sad, though, speaking of Jarvis, that they never brought Jarvis back for any of the actual uh, voices in the rest of Tony's suits. Because he stopped using Jarvis. I know. You stopped using Jarvis a while ago, though. I know. No, I mean, like, in the comic books and stuff, too. He's been using, um, Fri he's been using Friday for some time. Oh. Uh, yeah. Like, Friday got the full update. Friday got a holographic body and all. Oh. Uh, yeah, but they kind of worked Jarvis into uh, Vision. So, um, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought America's ass was great. Um, I thought the whole Thor bitter belly thing was great. I loved the fact that he went back and grabbed the hammer before they left. Needed that thing, man. That wasn't really about having the hammer. I mean, it was cool because it, it definitely had some cool moments later. But really, the whole thing was proving himself that he was still worthy. Right. Because after the whole situation with Thanos, he didn't really think that he was worthy anymore. And how was he able to test that with the millionaire being destroyed at his time? Right. Um, which led, like you said, led into great moments like Cap picking up the hammer. About dang on time. Which, I'm a little sad that he went and put it back. I crowded. He has to, though. He had to. Right. But, I mean, it... The, the thing with Mjolnir is that it opens up so many different possibilities for, like, different characters to be brought in, like Beta Ray Bill. Uh, you have Deadpool shenanigans with the hammer. 
And speaking of picking up hammers, I would have, I would have been willing to bet that Tony would have been able to pick up that hammer towards the end of uh, Endgame. Possibly. I can see that where Tony Kevin would say we're going for it. I I mean, I get what you're saying. He's about to sacrifice himself for the greater good. Yeah, the greater good. Um, I love the uh, female stand-up when they went to protect Peter. Oh, yeah, bro. Like, that whole film to town, right? Yes. That shit was bomb. I love... Look at the women about to come in wreck shop. And who knows? I like the scream when uh when Thanos slapped Miss Marvel with the dead on Power Stone, bro. <laughs> I like the holler because he smacked the shit out of her. You hear me? He said her flying. Which um I know Brie Lawson is her name, I think. Yeah. I know she was trying to get a women's uh Avengers movie. A Force. Yeah, whatever. Um, so this could be like a sneak peek. That's what into... it is. <laughs> yeah, whatever. A force. <laughs> All the women when the women gather, so that was like an A force preview. Right. So this could be a preview into that. Who knows if the if Marvel likes the idea? I don't know. Maybe this review will help get them uh, some motivation to do that movie. I think it would be pretty cool. I don't know. If we'll see it in the future, but if we do, kudos to them because I I was on board from get go. You said, "Hey, did you see how the duck come in the red truck?" No, I didn't. I'm mad I missed that. How the duck showed up, all the Jabari. I was actually hoping that they would bring in Nova Force too, because yeah, at this I, point, I want to go back and look at it again and see who all really showed up. I know the Ravagers showed up. But like, I want to see who all they really, really are, man. They really, really showed up. Um, but yeah, like I said, a lot of, a lot of neat moments. We finally got uh, Cat Worthy, um, Thor, the God of Thunder, and Beard Grooming, apparently. <laughs> Did you repeat that? Yeah. He powered up and his beard just miraculously braided itself. Yes. Like, the God of Thunder and Beard Grooming. But, which was super dope within itself, though, because. Pete game, if you really notice it, they slit tight and gave you room King Thor just then in that brief moment. Yeah. So, um, which really along following that whole uh pattern of Marvel nerfing people, Room King Thor should have been able to hand Thanos' ass to him thusly. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, also the usage of Professor Hulk, I thought it was pretty cool. Um I'm more of a Worldbreaker Hulk person, so I would have like really loved to see like Worldbreaker Hulk come out and Hulk get his rematch. Kind of sad he didn't get to shoot the one with that thing again, but it is what it is. I mentioned that to somebody and was like, you know, Hulk can break worlds if he so chose to, but he's super nerfed for the world. I mean, he just is what it is. He's not my like, and when I say like super nerfed from all from uh from Marvel like. They've nerfed him drastically from the Ed Norton version in uh, Incredible Hulk made by Universal. Like, Which is technically uh, part of MCU. Right, yeah. So, like, he got nerfed drastically. Like, it's crazy. But um, even though I would have liked to see Worldbreaker Hulk, I'm not mad at Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk actually makes sense for the story that they've been building 
and trying to tell for Bruce Banner Hulk in the MCU. Um, so for them to finally have come to the conclusion or whatever, helping people or helping each other and that, you know, that they can be there for each other and him just combining with the Hulk instead of it being one entity trying to take over the other and trying to rule the body. Uh, that was pretty dope. But that also goes, you kept say you said, why do they need five years? Boom. That took that would have taken time for him to be able to establish. Right. Five years gives you a time to establish a lot of these things they wanted to have established. Right. I mean I'm not I wasn't really complaining about the time gap, more so just pointing out that it might not have needed to be five years. And Ronan. Ronan. Yeah. He needed Scott, he needed um Clint to completely lose his soul. Over those last five years. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a lot that went on in that. In uh, Clint's redemption, we'll, we may see uh, him try and redeem himself from all the evil deeds he did during those five years. Who knows? I'm just wondering um, what we're going to do with this Black Widow movie now. That's one of my big questions um, because I know that that was slated. It's a, I think it was slated as a prequel. So, I think it's going to be Budapest. I don't know. They keep talking about Budapest. We don't hear Clint talk about Budapest. Yeah. I think it's going to be Budapest. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, they definitely threw me for a loop, though. So, like, I like the way it began. That definitely set the tone for the movie. I was like, oh, dang, man, got you in your field, like, all out the gate. And then um, I was really not expecting them to just run up on Thanos and off him like that. Like, oh, when I saw him living on the farm, I was like, yep, they're about to fuck his world up. I mean, they came up and busted, put a boot in my nigga ass while he was cooking organic breakfast. He had just fresh picked that whatever he was about to fry up in the pan and hit it with that salt bay action. That joint was probably swimming fresh. Next thing you know, he in a headlock. Yeah, um... I mean, then, like... Captain Marvel wanted all the smoke. So yeah. Like, where's Thanos? About to go get that man right now. Yeah. Um, which, I'm a little disappointed that she didn't get more screen time because it was... To me, I feel like they hyped up Captain Marvel being the answer, and she really wasn't. Like, yeah, she had her moments, but she wasn't like, boom, I'm here, and down goes Thanos. Right. Um, also, I, they, they tried to get me again with, uh, Peter being swarmed like that. I was about to rate, I was, I was like on the edge of my seat getting ready to walk out if Peter died again. Like, you just don't know. He went kill mode, that was for the boss. Yeah. Um... I mean, it was such a good movie. If you haven't watched it, I recommend watching it. I'm, like, waiting on this DVD to drop so I can, like, go watch it. I also, uh, Plex, I need that on there ASAP. I think I'm to go. Like, ASAP Rocky. I want to go see it again, but I know Amy's going to want to go see it again. I want to go see it, like, on Tuesday or something. Lucky. I can't do that. I mean, I might be able to go see it again this weekend. But we're supposed to, I'm supposed to go to a drag strip with the shop. I don't really want to go. He wants to be there. He wants us there at 7. I'm like, I don't even wake up that early and get to work. 
But um, if you guys seen the movie, let us know what you think. Tell us your time travel theories. Who do you think messed up the timeline? Who do you think messed up the timeline worse? What happened to Loki? Who is the Barry Allen of the Marvel Universe? <laughs> Speaking of DC, might I just add that I saw the biggest meme ever that was like, if if Marvel had these heroes, none of this would have happened. You're right, because they'd have messed up the timeline themselves. Facts. And first of all, uh, Marvel... I'll say this. Marvel uh, does a good job of letting their characters have their weaknesses. Whereas DC, it's like they are gods. Like, I mean, just look at Batman. He's the end-all, be-all to answers. Oh, this villain has this? I got something in my bat belt for that. It's a boy scout, bro. It's always prepared. Oh, Superman? We'll just ascend him to a higher level. Barry Allen literally cannot catch this guy unless your name is Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne can catch him. Bruce Wayne is the only man that can beat Yeah. Bruce Wayne is the only man that can beat Flash in a foot race. Yeah. Um, no, no. There's other speedsters that can beat him. However, their name does not start with Alan. Starts with Wally. And Bart. Those two, I think, can probably beat them. Um, but my point being is that, like, DC sets a different level when, when it goes to their heroes. Like, if you watched uh, Justice League, that freaking movie, like, I felt like, um, what was the villain's name? The uh, main one. Justice League. Yeah, I felt like Steppenwolf was just too underpowered to like compete with the Justice League. Steppenwolf is a boss, right? Yeah, but compared to like the rest of the team, I felt like he he came in there really underpowered. Now, what I'll say is, I know Steppenwolf can hold his own with the Justice League, but the way DC hypes their characters. I just don't see it being realistic. Um, but my point being is that DC got it first to meet, defeat Rotten Tomatoes. Do they got fresh scores? I mean, now they do. They're, I think uh, Aquaman probably was one of their best movies. And that says a lot. Aquaman was pretty good. Aquaman was definitely my favorite one. I think um, Wonder Woman was overhyped. Dude, I started Wonder Woman... About eight months ago, and still haven't finished. I mean, it was alright. It was the probably the best they put out at that time, but I still think it was alright. But before you get tangent again, let's go ahead and end this. Yep, we're in our eleven minutes in. Um, shout out to um, everyone that watches us consistently. Everyone who made it this far, I want you to comment down below your favorite Marvel hero. Thanks if you can do that for us. That. Shout out for what? I said thanks for the shout out. I'll be, I'll be sure to do that. I appreciate it, bro. Um, but if you've made it this far, get, hit, give us a thumbs up. Subscribe. Um, share this video. 
you liked it, cool. Let us know down in the comments. If not, then suck it up. We'll change the format again probably another two weeks anyway. So just let us know if you liked it. If you don't didn't like it, then let us know about that too and what we can do to improve. Um, other than that, peace out, stay nerdy, and we'll see you next time. Uh -huh.